Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today we are going to be joined by one of our TNN queens. If you don't know what TNN is, it's Toast News Network. It's the podcast network I'm a part of, created by the Morning Toast hosts. And we have one of them here today, the gorgeous, stunning, smart, and beautiful Jackie Oshray. I wanted to have her on the podcast because she recently went on a wellness journey. So I'm sure you follow her on Instagram for her fashion. You listen for her being hilarious every single morning live. Well, I don't think they do it live anymore. Sorry, guys. But I literally watch the Morning Toast every single morning when I'm doing 12, 3.30 on the treadmill. And you'd think that, like, since they're, like, two of my best girlfriends in real life, I wouldn't want to watch them talk. Trust me. I feel the way that way about most of my girlfriends. But not the Ashray sisters. They're too good to be true. And Jackie is going to kind of get real with us all about her kind of health reset after the pandemic. She went on a wellness retreat. And she really just kind of snapped her life around, like, in a really cool and awesome way. I went on a trip with her. We talk all about it. It's such a fun episode. It honestly boosted my mood. Like, I'm not even going to lie. And I knew it was going to like I selfishly had her on the podcast but I really think it's cool because it's you know maybe not someone that is necessarily a wellness influencer like in that space necessarily she's just stunning smart and beautiful and hilarious and so I thought it would be like another cool perspective and keep in mind this is just her experience this is just my experience stuff we talk about I don't need people that love cycling pelotons whatever to come after us it's just my opinion you'll see you're going to like it. So that's our current mood combo for today. But before we jump into that with Jacque, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. Oh, this is a toughie, you guys. My anxiety has been absolutely out of fucking control when in reality, nothing is wrong. If that doesn't sum the fuck up anxiety, I don't know what does. But thank God for the tools and the mood boosters. So my best mood this week was just love. I had a weekend full of love. You probably saw a little bit of like my Instagram weekend love dump. I just had such a really, really nice weekend. It really boosted my mood. It made me so happy. It was just like the perfect way to end a crazy week of like moving and settling in and all this stuff. I'm really sorry if you can hear my washer and dryer. I'll make this quick. So I just had such a loving weekend with some people in my life. And it's just there. Like, I, I can't wait to tell you guys the story one day, but I'm not quite ready to share. But it's just like really crazy how like if you just trust life and you surrender and you turn it over and you literally all the things we've talked about, especially in the past few weeks, like that is what I've lived by, especially in the area of love in my life. And it's just I'm just feeling very, very grateful and very like proud of myself for like living that way and letting this like a 
a tricky situation. Oh, my God. I'm being so vague, you guys. Okay. Basically, my love life was complicated, but I kept my head down. I focused on being, like, the best version of myself, and everything worked out the way it was supposed to and the way I wanted it to, but I trusted the universe, and I surrendered, and I got to enjoy a weekend full of love because of it, and it was my best mood. I hate when I have to be vague in these best and worst moods, you guys. I'm sorry. It's just like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. My worst mood this week was, hmm, how do I pick just one? Hmm. (laughs) I feel like my worst mood this week is like I'm putting all of this unnecessary pressure on myself in every aspect of my life. It's almost like I'm the problem. Like, does that make sense? It's like when nothing's technically wrong, but like your brain wants to make a problem out of nothing, but it's like, I don't react or like do anything like different in my life because of it. I just deal with it all internally. And it's just like, I feel like I put so much pressure on myself again. I think since I haven't done it in a while, it's really stressing me out and it's annoying because I'm aware of it. And like, I can acknowledge it. And so I'll do different things. Like I'll honor the way I'm feeling. I'll like take a step back. I'll take a break. Like, it's like this weird worst mood of like, I know I'm the problem. And so it's like, I'm in control of me, yet like that little, you know, monster part of me like wants to just talk shit to myself all day and like try to make myself nervous and live out of fear just because I think that's what happens when you're vulnerable. And I think that's what happens when you have something to lose. And like when you have lost things before, it's easy to not like let yourself be happy and let yourself believe good things are going to keep coming because you just feel like you got lucky. And so I think it's just like I'm trying really hard to not stand in my own way. And it's it's hard. It's a lot of it takes like a lot of conscious work. But I think the best thing that I've done for it is just be really, really open and honest with my therapist and really walk through it with her and work through it with her. And so that I can, like, kind of put some of my worry at bay and realize that, like, a lot of it is just based on, like, you know, past experiences and not current experiences. And I have to keep, like, living and growing to continue to experience good moods. And I can't let my, you know, worst moods dictate if I get more good ones or not. It's hot girl summer, but you have to, like, be hot girl summer from, like, the inside out. You know what I mean? And that's why you have to take care of your body, you guys. That's what we are all about here at Mood. You got to get your mood boosters from the inside out. If you haven't heard of Care Of, oh, my God, you guys, it's literally amazing. All of Care Of's products are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. That's right. You're going to take a quiz, and you're going to tell them all about your diet, your lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. It's very holistic online quiz. It's like kind of getting like a one-to-one consultation with a nutritionist without leaving your home. I like that you can get some normal vitamins that are like your classic magnesium. And then you can also get some more like holistic things as well. So it's really tailored to you and what you feel like doing. I've used care of so many times. It's so easy. And you can honestly always retake the quiz at any time as your goals and needs change. They are seriously amazing vitamins. If you haven't tried them out or if you're not even taking vitamins, you've got to get on it. You have to take care of yourself, people. And obviously, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code MOOD50. You guys, that's literally 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code MOOD50. You're going to get something that's completely personalized and tailored to you. Little pack. It's so cute. It's so easy, especially if you're traveling this summer. So you're not going to kind of like get off your wellness track. Keep your goals. Keep your mind and your body right 
feel good about going online, taking their quiz, and use my code. Speaking of feeling good, let's jump into mood boosters. I realized today that one of my mood boosters is like cleaning again. I feel like I haven't had a cleaning mood booster in the past. And I guess this like is perfect because you can hear my fucking laundry machine in the background. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do a lot of laundry in my lifetime. I don't. I hate it. I really hate laundry. I'm one of those people. And I don't like being like I'm not proud of it. Like it's not something that I'm like, haha, I hate laundry. Like I'm quirky. Like I hate it because I'm not good at it. Why would I like something that I'm not good at? So I already did a little batch and ruined <laughs> quite a few pieces of clothing and keep in mind I'm living on quite a limited wardrobe so uh, not a lot to work with over here going on but guess what I'm so excited for as I was doing my laundry I was like I don't even need to worry about getting like more t-shirts or whatever because I'm like literally I have like four t-shirts and I just keep washing them one of them has a giant hole in it one of them's now ruined from washing the whites with the blacks whatever but guess what guess what's almost at my doorstep the fucking mood merch, you guys. I'm so excited. It gets here in like literally the next 48 hours. And once I give it that motherfucking seal of approval, you'll be able to shop it. It's just the first drop. I'm so excited. I'm getting so sidetracked, but I know you guys are just as excited as I am. So please bear with me. You guys, it's going to be so great. It's perfect for the time of year. It's perfect for just like our basic core collection. I'm just so excited. And so I'm like, I don't need any more comfy clothes because the mood merch is on its way. Anyway, back to my initial mood booster besides finally getting something done is cleaning. And I think it's because maybe I've been in disarray for a while. I've been in this weird phase of living out of a suitcase. I finally have a space. And I just forgot how much I like cleaning, especially when you feel like there's a lot of things in your life that are out of your control, whether it's like genuine like situations that are out of your control or feelings that maybe you that make you feel like you're out of control. I feel like just cleaning and getting my environment calm and serene I literally like got home and I was like you know what the podcast can wait 30 minutes I'm gonna finish the laundry I'm gonna clean the apartment I'm gonna light a candle and I'm gonna feel better and so like kind of I'm just I always need to feel like fresh and stuff it's definitely like a little bit of a quirk about me it's not technically like a total one size fits all thing but like I just I genuinely like it freaks me out when everything's like gross (laughs) whether it's like me being gross from a workout or my apartment being gross from like a long weekend because when I get ready I like throw shit everywhere because I'm rushing out the door. Anyway, I digress. Cleaning and having something to clean has been a serious mood booster. I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of clothes here. I don't have a lot of furniture or anything like that. But I still, I like to keep it clean. I like to take care of my space and take care of myself as much as possible. And it's totally a mood booster. My next mood booster is like kind of just like the little like LA things that I love and like having them in Chicago. And one of them is uh, my snacks. I know that sounds really weird, but I feel like It's such like a treat yourself moment to be able to just like have like your favorite snacks and just like stay in and like binge watch a TV show. It just like makes me feel like so cozy and just kind of, I don't know, like it really allows me to de-stress. And so I finally found it like a few different stores in Chicago that have some of like the more like obscure like chips and dips and whatever that I really, really like that are like, you know, the quote unquote healthy things. But like in reality, like, is it really that much healthier? No, like I'm still snacking. But that's besides the point. It's cute. It tastes good. It makes me feel like I'm not a lazy piece of shit. It makes me feel like I'm relaxing with like a little bit of a healthy snack. So let me know if you guys want me to post that on Instagram. But my newest favorite. Oh, my God. It is the biggest mood booster. Like literally. Holy shit. It's called the Eat 
Do, okay, I always say this word wrong for multiple brands. Dogs, deuce, do, do, dukes, dogs. It's D-E-U-X. You've probably seen it. It's that edible cookie dough that's like healthier, I guess. It's like vegan. It's cruelty-free. It's gluten-free. It has like adaptogens and shit in it. All I know is it tastes dangerously good. And I'm not even a big sweet person, but that literally boosted my mood today. Like, I'm not kidding you. Just going out of my way to finally find it and splurge on it and try it and having it be so good. I'm like, oh my God, I am going to literally sit on the couch and watch Grey's Anatomy and eat this out of the jar because I deserve it. And that is a motherfucking mood booster. And then my last mood booster this week is this one Instagram account. I don't know if you guys follow him. I mean, he probably has a lot of followers, obviously. Yeah, he's 1.3 million. And um, which one was the one? I wanted to, I saved one to read to you guys. It's Young Pablo Pueblo on Instagram. And um, I don't know if you guys follow him, but he posts like little like poetry quote cards every single day and I just like really resonate with them and they make me feel really good and like that's the kind of stuff that I like to follow on social media that maybe isn't necessarily like you know it does make you feel bad about yourself right like it actually makes you feel better oh I thought I saved it where'd it go oh okay so this was my mood booster because it literally was about what my therapist and I almost talked about last night and it really really helped me today and I find myself always relating to his stuff and like it just is nice to have mood boosters on your Instagram timeline because sometimes Instagram is quite the opposite so this one says aim to be a better person not a perfect person don't fall into an attachment trap where your expectations of yourself are unreasonably high find the balance between raising the standard and not punishing yourself when mistakes or setbacks occur I feel like that resonated with me so much and I feel like it also is kind of like this nice theme that Jackie and I touch on a little bit which is kind of like you do your best and like you're not going to ruin your day or your dinner or whatever it is if you don't do something perfectly but you know you're going into a situation where you're going to do your best and I, I love that it says aim to be a better person not a perfect person. I think that's like my mood booster of the day, maybe the week, I don't know, depending on how my best and worst moods continue to go. But if you don't follow it on Instagram, I'm going to post it to at mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. You can go follow him as well, because that's the type of stuff I like to see on my IG. Other things I like to see, <laughs> things that match my aesthetic, because if it doesn't, it's going to quite literally stress me out because I'm a psychopath. I talked to you guys about public goods the other day, and I don't quite literally think you understand how important it is I'm obsessed with it I literally hate things that don't match I hate things that sit on the counter that don't look good I hate having to run to a million stores I hate not knowing what I need and literally public good solves all of my problems it literally has like this like overall aesthetic of the products and the packaging it's like nice and simple they look perfect in your home everything looks clean and calming there's no bright colors and mismatched packaging it literally makes me so happy I literally keep the surface cleaner out on the counter because I'm a clean freak and also like I don't need to hide it under the sink because it's so cute and you guys know that my one of my favorite products is their chocolate covered almonds it's like a cacao crunch oh my god it's literally insane this episode is brought to you by public goods the one-stop shop for sustainable high quality everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food public goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer so rather than buying a bunch of single product brands public goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic everything is ethically sourced and obsessively developed so you guys don't have to worry about having any harmful addi additives that are still common on the drug and grocery store shelves they're committed to making healthy and safe products for humans animals and the environment so know what's in your products and where they come from okay 
And keep in mind that they use a membership model to keep the costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with literally no obligation. I worked out an awesome deal just for you guys. You can receive $15 off your first public goods ordered with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products, as am I, and come back again and again that they are literally giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. I chose the straws. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash mood or use the code mood at P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash mood to receive $15 off your first order. Seriously, you guys, you have to go check it out. Now let's jump into my conversation with my friend, fellow podcast host, and now what I think is a wellness queen, Jackie Ostray. Okay, we have, you know, the woman you probably know and love is the Steeny Pleeny Queen, but to me now, she is the wellness queen. And the moment wow. I texted you that, you were like, no, I'm not, but okay, LOL. And it's just like, you need to accept like this new role. Like, not everyone seeks out to become a wellness influencer. And like, here you are, you know? Wow, here I am. I mean, it's really crazy because if you had told me even like two years ago, some of the stuff that I'm into now, I would be like, am I okay? Did everything go according to plan? Like, is everything okay? But I, yeah, no, I definitely have a, have a new appreciation for the wellness life. Well, I mean, also, like, even when you were saying that you wanted to go on a retreat and all this stuff, like, on the toast, everyone was like, is she okay? Like, what's going on with her? Like, what's wrong with Jackie? And, like, you literally had to make a public statement being like, I'm okay. Like, I genuinely just want to take care of myself. Truly, because once I got this idea in my head about like going somewhere and just like focusing on myself for a week, that was my original plan. I was like, that sounds so nice and lovely. It's been such a hard year. Like there's so much that I just want to get off my mind, off my physical body. And I just thought it sounded like such an amazing idea. I didn't realize that it would cause such alarm for other people, but I do feel like (laughs) at the end of the day and now two months out, people understand I was genuinely just going to to feel better on the inside and out. I mean, it didn't shock me at all because, I mean, you even told me to go on a wellness retreat, like probably like two months before that too. Cause like we were all just like craving it. Like you gave me the idea and I literally like almost went, but then, you know, life took a turn and I had other forms of feeling better from the inside out. (laughs) Oh yes. No. And when I was telling you, when we were talking about it, I was like, I want to do that. Like if you were going to go, I was like, well, I could join and support you. No, I know. Like literally when you like beat me to the punch, I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I want to go so bad now. But like, so for those that like don't know, you went on this like, is it technically called a wellness retreat? No, it's not technically called a wellness retreat because the place that I wound up going to, it was really like a fitness retreat. So to give you just the brief on like why I decided to go during COVID, I gained about 10 pounds and it was really just upsetting me. Like on the one hand, I didn't like how I looked and I I felt like I couldn't get back on my feet and get into the routine that I was always used to. And then this was like in April and everything was starting to open up and I was going out and like, I would go into my closet to get dressed and like my clothes didn't fit the way that they're supposed to. And I'm like, I don't want to buy all new clothes. I have a closet full of clothes that are literally made for me. I want to wear those things. So I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into them, but I just needed 
a restart. I feel like throughout my life I've done I've done a lot of different like diets. I know people don't like that word and just everything that I'd done in the past really wasn't working and didn't work for my lifestyle now. And when I first planned on going to the retreat, I didn't know that the one I chose like was going to change how I lived when I got home. Mm. I thought it was just going to be 7 days where I, I got a good jump start on a healthy lifestyle that I could then when I went home, make better choices. But I learned so much where I went. So I went to Pritikin, which uh, you should do a little bit of research about it if you are interested, but it really is like a a whole new um, eating plan. And their premise is like no salt, no butter, no sugar, and no fat. So the food is so clean. And I loved how I felt while I was eating that food. And I, I, even though I wasn't like dropping weight so quickly, like from the inside out, I felt so much better. And when I went home, I was like, I want to keep this feeling up. So it totally motivated me to keep doing it when I got home. And I realized it was actually really easy. And like, there were just some small changes I needed to make things that were holding me back that I thought were good for me that I learned there weren't. So I, it really wasn't even that hard. Once I got home, it was like the best education I could have had. Like Also, I feel like sometimes when you go on vacation, it is not relaxing. If anything, every time I come home from a trip, like I feel horrible. Like I'm either hungover or I'm so tired, I'm dehydrated. And you like, you never go on a really relaxing trip because of course you just want to drink and eat and have a really good time. So to go somewhere that was really meant to like, when I come back, I'm going to be my best self. It was the best feeling. I, in all the time that I've had since I got home, I'm like, I don't know where I would be today, just like mentally and physically, if I didn't go. I know. And I think it's like one of those things too, where like, you know, you think of like, that's almost kind of like why, like, I just like refer to it as wellness because it also, it affects like how you're like feeling like it genuinely affects your mood. Like as much as it's like, you know, like I've like did like the opposite because I went through like the breakup version. And so I drastically lost a bunch of weight without doing anything healthy or even trying. It was just pure anxiety. And then it's like when I'm gaining the weight back, it's like, no, I understand. But like, I don't want to feel gross and I don't want to like fit into clothes in like a gross way because even though it shouldn't be like quote unquote like what you look like like be happy from the inside out like it genuinely like affects like how you how you feel and how you carry yourself and then how you like treat people because like you're treating yourself probably like shit in your head too a hundred percent and so I just feel like before I went I was just feeling sort of negative and my outlook was not what it what it could be and then since then it was like it was the exact sort of flip of a switch that I needed to get me out of the pandemic because everything was just like low for me. And it really just, it totally changed my outlook. And I, and I feel like it, it totally prepared me to go back into the world and like feeling like my best self. And I mean, we went to like Nashville together, like not long after. And first of all, the, I literally called you Benjamin Button the moment I saw you because you looked like you were like aging backwards from like pre-pandemic <laughs> and like your skin was like glowing. And like literally the first thing you said to me was like, oh, just, just don't eat that much salt. Like, I swear to God. And I was like, OK, well, you should not be telling me this in Nashville because like but like totally. literally it's like that's what, exactly how you feel when you go on a trip. I'm like literally going out of town this weekend. I'm so stressed out because I know I'm going to feel like crap when I get back. And it's like, I want to enjoy myself. But I thought 
think like as your friend, it was like so cool, like watching you enjoy yourself and still like make good choices. Like when we were out to dinner or like when everyone was drinking, like stuff like that. Like, was that hard for like, you said it hasn't been that hard for you, but like, what are like the biggest kind of lifestyle switches you've had to make or wanted to make? Yeah. So when I got home, the probably the most difficult things were like going to restaurants because you have to be really picky about the way that you order. And if you want to stay on the no salt life, like you have to sort of make that clear at restaurants. And I also felt like sometimes things tasted salty, but I would never let it like ruin my meal. Like I would Mm. go out with the best of intentions. I would try and eat mindfully, but if things weren't perfect, like I'm not going to let that get me down. And so for the two months after I came back, I was really, I was focused on taking off the quarantine weight that I had put on. And then a few weeks ago or the beginning of this month, like I'm actually really happy with where I'm at now. So I'm now I'm in like a, the maintenance sort of phase where you can start adding back in stuff that you had cut out. And Now the way I approach it is like when I'm home and I'm cooking meals for myself, I'm totally clean. But when I go out, I'm going to enjoy my life and I don't go out that much that it's, it's that harmful. But when we were in Nashville, I was still really on the program. So I definitely had to be specific. Like I remember in the mornings, like I was making oatmeal, but you know what? It's like when we were, if I had gone on that trip and I didn't like bring those things, I wouldn't have had breakfast. I would have like waited till, you know, Mm. later in the day, I would have been so hungry. I would have eaten just whatever was in front of me. And it actually made me like just so much more aware of, of everything I was eating. And I felt like I had oatmeal every time before we left the house. And then I was like, on a good track for the rest of the day. Even if I wasn't perfect, it just like set me up for more success than I would have had if I was not mindful about it. I mean, I did do your grocery shopping for you since my <laughs> flight up, flight got in first. And like, you know, like it's like that classic like friend being like annoyed that the other friend is thriving. I'm like, oh, why does she want all this healthy food? Because I'm like, oh I'm not going to fucking eat healthy all weekend. I was like, oh, I hate you. Like, I want to kill you. And then it's like everyone's going home. And we're all exhausted. And you're just like literally a spring chicken. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But what's so crazy is when I got home, I was so unwell that next day. I just got hit with a migraine, which... It was so painful, but also I'll also say a big factor in like the wellness journey was I had a wedding Memorial Day weekend where I was Mm. a bridesmaid and I got my, I ordered my dress in November of 2019 when I like felt my most snatch and I had to get into that dress by Memorial Day weekend. So like Nashville was two weeks before Memorial Day Um. and I was like, I'm going to Nashville. Like I'm not going to let my wellness, whatever, like ruin a good time. I don't think that it ever should but I'm going to try and make the best choices that I can because I can't have it be a setback, but I'm going and I'm having a great time. Yeah, because it's like you wouldn't know unless, you know, you're the one that like listens to the podcast every day and does your grocery shopping, which like just happens (laughs) to be that as a friend that I am to you, that like you were doing this thing, you know what I mean? And I think it's almost this kind of like, you know, like living your life in an unapologetic way. Whereas like, yeah, you have like me and Claudia being like, oh my God, like stop being healthy. But it's like, it's because like we wish that we could be as healthy as you. Quick break to talk to you guys about Bride Bright. Did the quarantine and holidays increase your coffee and red wine consumption? Aren't you ready to show off that gorgeous smile once that mask comes off? It's time to get rid of those stains. With just 10 minutes a day, 10 days, no sensitivity for wetting white teeth. This episode of Mood is brought to you by Bride Bright, an affordable, effective, at-home teeth whitening program designed by an Ivy League trained dentist for his beaming bride. I mean, talk about goals. The main thing, you guys, is that she challenged her fiancé to create something that was sensitivity-free, effective, affordable, and a solution for at-home teeth whitening. 
There are three brush-on whitening pens, providing enough gel so you can try it for months before your wedding and still have enough time for touch-ups and leading up to your special day. Plus, the gel stays effective for over three years after your purchase, so it's great if you have a wedding soon or just planned in the future. It has a first-of-its-kind wireless dual blue red LED light mouthpiece to accelerate the whitening process while improving gum health and reducing sensitivity. It honestly would also make the perfect gift. You can gift Bride Bright to a bride for her engagement or shower or just buy it for yourself. I mean, just because I'm not the one getting married doesn't mean I can't have really white teeth I'm still gonna be in the pictures you know what I mean and best of all you guys you get it fast free shipping and 40% off for a limited time offer using code mood at checkout you guys I use bride bright I started using bride bright it's painless I have weddings to go to honestly my teeth do need to be whitened it's kind of embarrassing I mean it's just the truth I'm not gonna like sugarcoat it for you guys the only thing that's sugarcoated is my teeth I love bride bright it's fun it literally takes 10 minutes it's so easy you just do it while scrolling through tiktok and you guys can check Bride Bright out on Instagram at Bride Bright for teeth tips and more. And you can try Bride Bright for yourself by visiting www.bridebright.co using code MOOD for 40% off at checkout. And don't forget about your significant other. Bride Bright launched a couple's bundle featuring two kits of your choice, including their Groom Glow Whitening Kit. So freaking cute. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E.co using code MOOD for 40% off an already discounted price today. Back to the podcast. And it's like we all go like in phases and stuff too. So it's like, do you feel like actually learning from a place that like gave you like trusted information instead of like going on Instagram or like trying out this thing you saw? Like, do you feel like it almost like helped it stick more because like you trust it? A hundred percent. So when I got there, my expectation was like, I'm going to take all this time to, you know, work out. I'll be in the gym. I'll do strength training. Maybe like I'll go for walks. I'll swim. I also knew that the program had lectures that explain the Pritikin, um, eating lifestyle. And I, like when I got there, I said to myself, like, I'm not really going to go to a lot of the lectures. I'll use that time to like do other stuff. But I wound up going in the beginning, like I went the first day and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to this than I thought. It's not just like come here, lose a few pounds and then go home and try it yourself. Like they give you every single tool that you need to succeed. And like, I, there was, a, there was also like a really big medical component of the retreat, which for, for, they actually just started a program where you don't have to do all the medical, but like I had my blood work done. I found oh, wow. out like my cholesterol, all these different numbers. Um, and you're able to like meet with a doctor and really like go through everything and see like what, where you could tweak. I actually have high cholesterol. So it was really beneficial for me to learn that and to go tell them about like a typical day in my life and they can like look at that and be like oh that's why your cholesterol numbers are high so I learned so much about myself like on the inside and making those changes changed how I felt and looked on the outside and then also I never thought that thought that I would be someone who would cut out salt because I just think salt is so amazing and it is really (laughs) amazing but after a few days of not having had salt like you really feel a difference and I could see a difference in how I looked and I was like oh I want to maintain that now podcasting with you like where I'm at like I'm totally um saltified again (laughs) but I but like just because I sort of um like I said I'm in a place where I'm just like happy and maintaining and using these tools and like I went to dinner last night and had a very salty dinner but now I'm so much more aware of salt where I always thought like sure I always thought salt was like so good and it's so good for you and it's not bad for you but there are elements and especially depending on like your age or your weight or some um pre-existing conditions you might have like salt can be really harmful yeah and I think that that's too like what people like 
that's why all like an immersive kind of experience like that too is nice because it's so like unique and personal to you too. And it's not just like, Hey, like this is work, what works for me. And it's obviously going to work for you too. It's like, you got such kind of like personalized results and stuff. Was there something that like did surprise you? Like besides like obviously the salt though, like that you thought was like so healthy that you were like doing like so right that you were like, wait, what? Yes. Okay. There were a few things, but basically when I would make, so I, for a few months before I wound up going away, like I was really trying to be healthy. And so I would make, I would come home from the toast every day and that's when I would have like my first big meal. So I would usually make eggs in a mission wrap with cheese and avocado. And like, first of all, I was using all of the egg, which I shouldn't be doing for me because I have cholesterol. But if, if you don't, the whole egg can be fine. Um, but also the, what I didn't realize, and this is because I had been on keto for so long, I always looked at cheese as like your friend. But like <laughs> what really blew my mind is like coming back to the realization that cheese is a garnish. It's not a food group. <laughs> and I literally like thinking about how much cheese I would add to stuff without even like mentally tabulating it, you know, like I just using it like pepper, like just sprinkle it on everything. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no, no, that's not good. <laughs> like you can have like some, that's just like a, like a lot. That's a very high fat meal I was making thinking I was being good because I was like conflating like keto with other things. And I just, right. it was a mess. It's like taking tools from like a diet that's like specific when it's in the diet. It does. Yes. It's not necessarily like necessarily like a tool like outside of that. Yes. Because or else you're just like thinking that you're doing something like totally normal and healthy. And I, you know, it's like I said, obviously every single person is different. But like even for me, when I got like my food sensitivity test done, and I like obviously like knew that like all the dairy and like egg was going to come back that I was sensitive. It was like. I now can tell such a difference of like when I eat too, like I can have cheese cause I'm not allergic to it. But if I have too much, like you had, you and Margo are actually the only two other people that get the same thing as me. You guys get it when you're hungover where like your body feels really like tender to the touch. Yes. So I get that after like, if I have like an entire pizza, which like obviously on the occasion I do because Things like, happen. duh. And like, that is how I feel afterwards. Like that is like, cause that's how inflamed like my body is after it. And so like, obviously like it's information, but like life is short. Like I'm going to eat the pizza sometimes, but like it just goes back to that. Like, yeah, no shit. I don't want to feel like that every day. Like I can yeah. deal with like the occasional, like don't touch my skin. Cause like it hurts so bad, but I swear to God, until I heard you guys talk about that on the podcast, I was like, you're lying. Like other people <laughs> feel this like no way. No, it is so true. It's like the weirdest thing that happens to me when I like just after a long weekend, especially after drinking, it's like you touch your chest and like everything hurts. No, I've literally never. And even when I was doing the food sensitivity test, like it was because of that, because like I've had all this like chronic pain and like that, like kind of relates to like fibromyalgia with like the touching of the skin, which like a lot of people say is like obviously psychological which then like, you know, as someone who's like been in pain since they were so little, you're like, you're telling me it's in my head. So it like is weird though. Cause like, that's how much, like if you are doing so good and you're like taking care of yourself, like eating like some cheese, like isn't going to like really hurt you. But if like, you're really just like run down, like everything's out of whack, like you're like everything just like hurt. Like you just feel so like lethargic and like it hurts. Like, I mean, and I just got back into working out again. Like, did you because you've always kind of done like the live method, right? And like worked with a trainer. So was that like an easier tool for you to like be able to kind of do like over quarantine? 
Yes. So I was doing strength training for a while, but then right before, like a week into quarantine, I was like, I wasn't, I couldn't go to the gym and I was like, oh my God, I I have to get a Peloton. I never thought I would ever be that person. So we got a Peloton really early in quarantine and like for so many reasons, it was the most amazing thing that we did that year. Like mentally, I think it was just like as so many times after like a few days in the house, I would just have like what we call like spilkis, which is just like all this like pent up energy and you just like don't know what to do with yourself. And I would just like get on the Peloton and like work it all out. It was so good for me mentally and I'm sure physically it had benefits, but I also came to the realization that it's not the best workout physically. Like you'll feel really good. And I think it gives you endorphins and everything. But if you're really trying to change your body, it's not the best. So while I was at Pritikin, they didn't have a Peloton. So I just was doing the treadmill and doing Peloton classes on the treadmill. And Mm. then when I came home, I started going to um, the gym in my building and using the treadmill. And I feel like I saw more of a change in my body using the treadmill for two months than I did using a Peloton for a year. I mean, listen, the moment that I found out and I told you this in Nashville, but like the moment I found out that it's like not like that good. And like, I know there's going to be like people that are obsessed with like SoulCycle and Peloton, like come after me. There but are like, so, I just want to say there are I, so many benefits and I've experienced so many of 100%. them. 100%. I used to be a motherfucking beast in the front row in SoulCycle. And I remember listening to a podcast with the trainer. And he just described it. It's like going to the gym and like literally just like doing the same thing over and over and over again, where like you should be working obviously like other parts. And I think at that point, too like my hips had just hurt so bad so I was like you're telling me I don't have to go to soul cycle anymore <laughs> and I just I fucking took it and I ran with it like I like I I, I think it's so fun because like to me it reminds me of like being in a club but ever since I started doing 12 3 30 I feel like as someone who like has started like eating a lot more like whether it's like sometimes healthy and like sometimes just like kind of not unhealthy literally just doing like a little bit of cardio is so good for my mental health because mm-hmm. what do I have? Shvilkis, 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 Shvilkis. Literally I was just editing a vlog where I was like, I just have a lot of pent up feelings and I think I'm going to go to the gym really quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought I'd be that person. I don't know like what's like gotten over me. Maybe it's like I live in a city now and like you live in New York and like you were in your apartment and like I'm in an apartment now. So maybe I get it. It's definitely like could be a city energy thing because also you don't have that like space to just expand, like run in the backyard and like shout and at the like wind. Like you need humid. to let it out. It's like humid. Yeah. It's a little stinky. Like there's a lot more people. Like there's a lot of like hustling and bustling. Like I have my car down here and I'll be driving and there's like bikers in the middle of the street and then there's people like crossing and it's like like for someone who thinks they're like so kind to strangers like I've really not been my best self lately like I've had to go on the treadmill every single goddamn day like call me when we're going to the farm like holy crap so besides obviously like health and wellness and everything like what are your other like mood boosters that like now you're keeping in the post-pandemic life because we've obviously had to do so much to keep ourselves sane for so long and like what are you still like now doing that you're like feeling good about your body you're feeling good about your health and wellness what are you like actually doing like in your free time to make sure that like you're getting out of the mental stuff too not just with the physical exercise totally I think there's a few things that that I do and I'm mindful to do that have totally like transformed that so one reading is my biggest recommendation when we're talking about anxiety or just like feeling down for so many different reasons. So I started, I got my Kindle December of 2019 and actually I was on mood 
um, in January right before, yeah, right before the pandemic. And I was really into reading and, and I, then during the pandemic, I read so much, I read 65 books in 2020 and I also watch so much TV, but I think like, and we watch a lot of TV for, for work and the show and there's so much good TV and it's, it's so fun to just lay in bed and watch TV. But I would say my biggest tip is don't let TV be the last thing you do before you go to sleep. Mm. Like even if you just read five pages of something and for some people reading is boring and it puts them to sleep. Great. You'll fall asleep immediately. But I try, even if I'm like binge watching a show to just have a book that I'm reading, that I'll read a chapter before I go to sleep, because I just think your brain needs time to wind down. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really hard to fall asleep when you've just been like so stimulated from the television. So that's one thing. Another thing is I'm not on TikTok. Because, and I'm sure I'm missing so much, but I really, I can't even imagine how much time I would waste. Like, I still feel like I don't have enough time. And like, imagine if three hours of my day, I was just on TikTok and like, then I would feel like pressure to talk more. And I don't know (laughs) that anybody wants to see that. And so for me, I think that's a good, I think that's the right choice for me, but I, I understand that it's not for everyone. Also, in the pandemic, we got a dog, which was so necessary for for the mental health of it all. Like I, brew makes me smile like every single second of every single day. And just to have that like joy and love all the time, it really, it's hard to feel low. It also like, I know, like I always, I, I sound so silly when I say it, but I always say that like, when you're like feeling down, you have to like get out of yourself. Right. And it's almost like this, like, it's obviously a huge responsibility, but it's almost like good to like have something to take care of. That's like not just yourself. And it is yeah. obviously rewarding. Cause like they're so like cute and snuggly, but like literally like just before this, my dogs haven't been with me. And my mom calls me like freaking out that like nugget attacked Stella. And like, yet yeah, like, is this more stressful than it was helpful to my mental health for sure. But like just knowing that like, I was like being of service and like going to help my dog and like being responsible and like not like just being like, mom, you take care of it. I was like, no, I'm an adult. Like a mom, I'm on my way, drop everything. Like this is more important. It's just like those like little, and we're also like very like family oriented, you know? So it's like having this like little like member of your family that you get to like take care of. And it's just like, I mean, fuck all the airlines that banned emotional support dogs because they are literally emotional support animals. Like so much emotional support is being given. It's literally so rude. It's ruined my life. My dogs are never leaving the city of Chicago, apparently, because traveling with them was a nightmare. So yeah, the last time I traveled with Brew, it was after that was enacted and they made him like stay in his carrier under the seat the entire time. And like he cries when he goes under there, but if we just hold him, he's happy. I don't know how that's more pleasant for the plane. If he's crying the whole time. I know. I'm like, if you want me to pay for him to sit on my lap, like that's fine. Like I'm happy with it. I need to do research and find like, if there's one airline that will let you keep your dog on your lap. They all, they're all like following each other. I mean, airlines are out of control right now, but you know, it's funny. Cause like, I feel like I, <laughs> I knew that when we would podcast, I was like, I know that like the moment I talked to Jackie, I'm going to want to just like read because it's like, I don't know. Like sometimes when I get out of my groove, like it takes me like forever to get back into it. I think it's like a, this anxiety thing that I have though, where it's like, I don't like starting a new show. Cause I like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, like, no, starting you know a I new mean? book, starting a new book is really daunting. And sometimes I push myself a lot. People ask, like, how do you read so much? And it's because, like, I know I'll be glad that I did. So I just, even if it's just getting to, like, 3% into the book, like, you sh- I just am always pushing myself to start a book. Also, because we do the Redheads Book Club podcast, right. there's not that much time that can pass without me reading. So there have been some months when all I read in the month 
other than the book of the month is like one other book there like this month I read five other books it really just depends at what percentage like on your kindle and like I know that mine's like well it's probably like the same person because I have the oasis which I know you're not like necessarily like a big fan of quite yet but like I I do have some pros that I think that like you haven't realized I would love to hear the pros I just wasn't taken by it I was really excited to see like what the newest edition was because I love my Kindle I was like it could only get better but then it just felt like they were adding stuff just to add it yeah I mean well I think it's like a you just get used to like what you know but like us as like people that like love investments and like are like big consumers it like is just exciting that there's like another thing out there that like does the same thing that like could potentially be better but for me like I just thought it was so weird that like you like where you hold it on the paperwork because I'm so used to being able to switch hands and have the screen rotate like back and forth yeah and be able to like do all that stuff and like it just like has like more of like the like grip or whatever and like I know it's like waterproof and stuff so I was like I wanted to dm you back being like did you not know that you can flip it back and someone, forth <laughs> someone told me that you could that's pretty cool I guess I could try it because it's like Maybe you like I'll- are holding it on the right side with the buttons and then mm-hmm. if like your right hand hurts the whole thing flips over and it's all on the other side that's pretty cool. You know what? I think I'll I'll download one just, book maybe on Just Dax. try one book on it. One book. One yeah, book. that's a I'm but open to it. What percentage is the correct percentage that I can stop reading a book if I'm not super into it? Like that's what I need to know. I think 30%. Okay. Or 20 to 30. I think sometimes you know even sooner. Like you just know it. Cuz I have so much guilt. I know I have so much guilt. It literally, it hurts like my just OCD to have a book in my library that I bought that's not marked as read in my (laughs) Goodreads. Like they still think I'm reading it and I don't, I don't know how to deal. I'm not going to delete it from my library. Like I bought it. You know, what if one day, what if one day I decide I want to finish it, but like having it sit there, it, it, I agree. It's really hard to, to put it down, but it has to be harder than reading it. I mean, that's true. I like I have definitely marked quite a few things as read before, just like for the sake of my OCD, um, even though like <laughs> I have not finished them. But like it definitely like makes me feel like really guilty and that like I can't accomplish anything, which is just like <laughs> the cute way that I talk to myself in my head, which is fun. OK, before I let you go, what is my what should my next read be? And I think there's one that I, the one book that I actually bought because of you is the called, good sister the good should, sister is that what everyone should be reading because i think i mentioned on the podcast last week that there was a book that i couldn't remember the name of yes okay so i read the good sister by sally hepworth if you read the mother-in-law it's the same author yes i personally liked the good sister more so i oh. think i think everybody will really like it it reminded me of verity a little bit okay and I think you're really going to like it. I think I think most readers will like it. So I would definitely recommend that. I feel like it's probably like the exact type of book that I would love. So the fact that you really like it means it's like something that I'm going to like really, really love because it's like my genre of choice. Yes. So I'm really excited. And like, I hope that you got the same DM that I got from Sally, our girl, Sally Lepworth. Um, no. She, yeah, I didn't even tag her. She was just like, oh my God, glad to see you're going to read The Good Sister. Would you like to be put on the mailing list for my new, my <gasps> next book that's coming out soon? I was like, Sally, yes, I would be honored. Oh my God, I have to start tagging authors, but I do get a little awkward because 
I don't want to tag them. And then it turns out like my review was like not flattering. So I kind of just try to stay out of like author Instagram. I don't want them to know. I'm like, you don't, you can't mix mix the worlds. Yeah. You can't mix the worlds too much. Also the other book, which is really the book of the moment, Malibu rising, Taylor Jenkins read. Yes. I um, am. So I'm reading that as a hardcover right now. And I'm only at the part where like the party hasn't even started yet. Yeah. So I I need to keep going. I think it was just I was moving and there was like the th- you know, you know how it's it is. Re- it's really good. It's Taylor Jenkins Reid at her best. Yes. And I really enjoyed it. Also, once the party starts, it's like a whole different sort of book. So you, you get two books in one. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I can't like not finish it. Like I can't not finish it. Like I have also, to. No, you will finish it. I'm not worried. Once you're getting okay. to it, you'll you'll finish it. It, it. It's not that would be really crazy if you didn't finish it. Then you really <laughs> must not finish anything. <laughs> um, the other book I just want to plug because I just finished it last night. It's the new Redheads book, The Nature of Fragile Things by Susan Meisner. We're recording the Redheads today, and I'm actually really excited because every single redhead liked this book. Like whose pick was real- it? It was Rebecca's choice. I'm really happy for her because okay. she's had some bad choices over <laughs> yep. over the year. Yes. Um, but I think this book might like. I actually have a feeling it's going to get the highest rating. What's we've like ever the given. genre? Historical fiction. Okay. Female friendships. Female friendship. Let's go with that just for yeah. the, the mood listeners, so that but we don't this, scare them it's, off. It's historical fiction, women's fiction, literary fiction. And I think the the way I always describe your podcast is like you technically like don't like if there is a book that like really, really sounds like not your cup of tea, like literally Jackie gives a description of it in the beginning of the episode. And like if you just need a mood booster, listen to these gals gab because like sometimes I'll just like miss you guys and I'll just like listen and I'll be like fucking dying laughing. Didn't even read the book. Like, you know what I mean? So (laughs) if you need to be like convinced, just at least start with the podcast. But also obviously look at the titles just in case you do want to read something. There's how many episodes? How many books have you guys read now? This is our 21st book. Oh my God, you can legally drink now. Congratulations. Wow, that's really exciting. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on Mood and sharing your wisdom of like really just kind of like taking life by the reins, living for you and starting a wellness journey that clearly has improved your life so much because it's never, just like it's never too late to become a redhead, it's never too late to start a wellness journey. It's just not. It's never too late. Even if you thought you were someone who would never use the word wellness in their whole yeah. life. Claudia thought she'd never read. Look what you've done for her. I never thought that maybe I'd go on a wellness retreat and I'm probably going to fucking need one in the next couple months. I'm ready for my next one if you want to do it together. Also, just shout out. I wound up to I did the retreat by myself. I don't know if your listeners know that mostly because no one wanted to do it with me and I wasn't going to let that (laughs) stop me. Absolutely. Obviously, at the time, I would have like wanted someone to come with me. But ultimately, I am so glad I went by myself. Another reason why I just had the best, like most liberating time, like wasn't responsible for anyone else's good time, like only there to focus on me. Not like stressful. Not like, how are you doing? are you having fun sorry I made you come like yeah let it go literally so inspired this is exactly what I needed to like go into my weekend of like traveling so I can remember to like stick to my goals get some reading done and not feel like shit when I get back so thank you Jackie you're so welcome thank you Lauren of course